Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are tackling a big one. We're talking about vitamins. I get a question about vitamins all the time, and I understand why. There's a lot that we don't know, and it feels confusing, and one person tells me to do a vitamin, and the other one tells me not to, and I don't know which vitamin to pick. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. I'm not going to be mentioning any specific brands today. Um, For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen I've partnered with a few different vitamin brands for ads. Those are the ones I stand behind. I would not partner with anyone. I mean, Vitamin or not, I would not partner with anyone who I don't truly believe in their product and believe it can be a good fit for you and your family. Um, But that being said, I also don't think there's a perfect vitamin out there. I think the vitamin brand and type are going to be specific to your child, what they struggle with, um, and where they're at. But we'll get into that. But before we dive all the way in, even though I've kind of already dipped my toe in the water, I want to say thank you to one of you who took the time to leave a written review on my podcast. I uh, am just so grateful for anyone who is here listening, subscribing, tuning in, downloading, Um, but especially to those who leave a written review. Not only does it keep me going and boost me up, but it also actually helps show this podcast to more moms who need it just like you. So today's podcast comes from Salison. Salison? Salison Ian. Uh, Excellent quick advice. uh, Five stars. This is a great podcast for anyone looking for help um, to foster a good relationship with food with their children. The episodes are quick with helpful information presented succinctly and thoroughly. I love listening in the car on the way to daycare. I love that you're listening in the car on the way to daycare. um, And thank you so much for leaving that review. I want to hop in real quick and take a second to thank the sponsor of today's podcast, Dino Bars. Dino Bars are all organic fruit and vegetable bars that are wrapped in edible paper. Yes, you heard me right, edible paper made from potato starch. And what that means for you is that you can get all the benefits that come with a fruit and veggie forward bar without the mess. Insert praise hands here. But seriously, I was really skeptical about these bars. I thought they were going to be another kind of sticky, gooey mess that my littlest ones had trouble chewing. They're not like that at all. The kids love them, but I love them too. Not only because they taste delicious, but they have simple, balanced ingredients that make for a great option for nutrition on the go. Click the link in the description box below and use code Alyssa10, that's A-L-Y-S-S-A, the number 10 for 10% off. And don't you dare get a pack without my absolute favorite flavor, purple sweet potato raspberry. Okay, now back to the show. All right, now let's get into it. All right, so vitamins are a big topic. Um, I do know that vitamins provide some sense of like safety for us parents, like especially of picky eaters thinking, oh, they're not eating food, they're not eating anything, I should give them a vitamin so they get the nutrients they need. And although that makes total sense, and I have done it myself, especially in a stretch of uh, poor nutrition and maybe even poor health, like my kids have been sick for a while, um, absolutely. And I, I don't think this is a bad strategy, but I do think that it is maybe 
a fear-based strategy, right? This is coming from a place of fear, um, not necessarily a, a place of empowerment, of knowing what they need, how much they need, and how to get it, or if they're getting it. This is really coming from a place of, I don't know, right? Like, I don't know if they're getting all the things they need, so I might as well just give them this vitamin. And while that can work in some cases, absolutely, it can also kind of do... Um, do the opposite, where it gives us this feeling of sense of security of like, oh, well, they're getting their vitamins. So as long as they're taking their vitamin, I don't really care if they eat their veggies. I don't really care if they eat a variety of foods. In fact, maybe I'll even stop serving a variety of foods because I know they're not going to eat it anyways, and they're getting their vitamin. So they're fine, right? And when we as parents kind of fall into this um, apathetic role around their nutrition and depend on their vitamin, it puts us in a really hard spot. So not only does it um, give us this false sense of security, but it can also make picky eating worse because they're not being exposed to as much variety as they would be if we weren't giving them the vitamin and we knew they had to get it from nutrition, right? And so uh, first and foremost, I don't want vitamins to give you a false sense of security for a few different reasons. Number one, I kind of already touched on where you might be giving them a vitamin or a supplement that they don't necessarily need or it's not fitting their needs. So for example, let's say that they are getting, um, they're eating fruits and vegetables, but they never drink milk and you're giving them a multivitamin, like a general blanket multivitamin. Well, this multivitamin, typically speaking, not always, is usually low in calcium, but high in things that you find in uh, fruits and vegetables. So things like antioxidants. And so when we see that, from kind of a larger scope, we can see that they're not getting calcium in their diet or in their supplement. So that's a big gaping hole, right? They're not getting what they need. The other thing too is vitamins, although you might read the back and say, oh, this has 108% of their XYZ needs. And this has, you know, 80% of their XYZ needs. We tend to think that that's how much they're getting. And I hate to tell you this, but that's actually not true. In fact, vitamins and minerals um, that are taken in pill supplement form, even liquid or uh, powder form, really in any form, just aren't as absorbable as they are in the whole food. Now, there's a lot of different reasons for that. Sometimes it's the quality of the vitamin. Sometimes it's the type of um, vitamin that they're putting in to the vitamin, like the source, I should say, of that specific vitamin or mineral that they're using in that mixture. Um, and sometimes, not even sometimes, because food is more absorbable. So even if you do it all perfectly in the vitamin, food is going to be more easily absorbed. So a carrot, the vitamin A from a carrot is going to be more easily or more readily available to your body than from a vitamin. Uh, this is true, especially with things like iron, things of that nature. And that's because there are different ways that that food is working together to make it available to your body. Um, your body is more susceptible to um, absorbing it. And the vitamin itself, because everyone knows we all just want to take one vitamin a day, right? We don't want to be on eight different vitamins throughout the day, eight hours a day. Um, they put it all in one. And what that does is actually certain vitamins and minerals actually bind to each other. And that means we can't absorb them. So we literally just like pee them out or poop them out and they're not actually doing anything or rather they're just doing very little. So we tend to rely on them because on the package it says 100%, 200%, 400%, and we feel covered, when in fact that's not actually how much we're getting on like a cellular level. Um, it also highly depends on 
Like the usability of a vitamin highly depends on our child's gut health, the ability for their gut to actually uh, break down and absorb that vitamin. And that's true for food as well. So gut health is one of the most important things for kids. Um, And the best way to get good gut health in kids is a variety of foods to keep that gut really, really healthy so that it can be really effective. When our kids are picky, it kind of like goes into the cycle of picky kids. We give them a vitamin because they're on a vitamin. We don't worry about so much their picky eating. So we don't really work on variety Um, and it can kind of feed into itself. I'm not saying everyone does this. I'm not speaking for everybody, but of course that can happen. And when that happens, it can actually decrease their um, gut microbiome uh, and harm it. So this is really important. Um, So that's one issue that I take with vitamins. Now, um, on the flip side, I think vitamins can be really effective and can bring parents a little peace of mind and have them have a little bit of um, like protection or security feeling that their kid is doing okay. And yes, I'm going to keep working on variety. And yes, I'm going to keep working on their picky eating. But I also have this vitamin kind of as like a support, right? A support system. That's how it should be viewed. Um, going back to the beginning of this podcast, I kind of talked about how different vitamins do different things, uh, different multivitamins versus um, like a specific vitamin, right? So we have multivitamins that have like 18 to 40 different things wrapped up in one pill, um, chewable tablet or whatever. And then we have ones that are like very specific, like this one's for calcium or this one's for vitamin D. If you can get compliance, I think it's best to see what your child is deficient in whether by observing their diet or actually getting them tested, which I know can be difficult, but I am a huge advocate for that, seeing what they're deficient in and then supplementing specifically with what they're deficient in. This goes back to the example I gave about calcium because it's just not effective to give a blanket vitamin when maybe they're deficient in something really specific like iron. Iron is a really common one that we see in kids, iron, calcium, and vitamin D. And I bet you can guess the uh, multivitamins that we see out there are really low in those vitamins specifically. So I like to say a multivitamin is really good for kids who don't eat fruits and vegetables. Um, But if they're not eating meat or plenty of plant-based protein, um, which is harder to get for kids because they need larger quantities of them to meet their protein needs. Uh, Still, protein is not like a huge amount that they need in early childhood, but it's very important. Um, So if they're not getting that, then you might need to supplement with iron. But again, you don't want to supplement with iron if you don't need it. So I would highly recommend getting that checked. Vitamin D is probably the only one that I would recommend blanket supplementing for. Um, Almost every child needs vitamin D supplements. Actually, almost every adult needs vitamin D supplements. So keep that in mind. I think that's one certainly can be added to almost every child's diet. Of course, talk with your doctor first. Um, Of course, take all this information and (laughs) talk to your doctor about it. But if I had it my way, every kid would be tested regularly for vitamin and mineral deficiencies and given the specific uh, supplements that they need and or given a list of foods that uh, that vitamin or mineral is in so that mom and dad can be more intentional about offering that food. Okay, so I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, Vitamins and minerals and supplements in general is a really big topic. So if you have any other questions about this specifically, I would love to hear from you. Just DM me um, on Instagram and or you can email me, Alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com and let me know what questions you have specifically around vitamins, minerals, um, supplements, anything like that of that nature 
for your children. Either I'll do a podcast episode about it or we can talk more about it um, privately. What I will say is inside Table Talk, if you haven't already learned about Table Talk, Table Talk is my picky eating program. Um, It's all self-paced. So you can do the entire course self-paced. It helps you with your picky eater, expand how many foods they're willing to eat. There's also a deep dive in nutrition that tells you specifically how much your child needs of what vitamins and minerals, um, like the top ones that you need to focus on and how you can get them for your little ones. There's an entire deep dive on that inside Table Talk. And I do that because it's protected. We're under contract with each other and I can't just give blanket information to people I don't know. Um, But when we are working together, even in that capacity, there's more information to be gleaned that way. And then if you join my Table Talk membership or community, that's kind of a continuation program if people want more support and more community and we work on focus foods together and we show up live once a month to connect and answer questions. That is a place where you can bring your individual um, issues or concerns to me. Um, and that's after taking table talk. So you get a free month in there. So you can show up completely for free on a call with me, um, to discuss anything you have. But anyways, I'll leave the link to table talk in the description box below. Uh, if you'd like to enroll, you can absolutely do that today. It is there for you to help you increase how much, um, how much and what types of foods your little one is eating. So uh, excited for you to enroll in that if you're ready, if that's the next best step for your family. And otherwise, I hope this episode was helpful. Uh, Let me know if you have any other questions and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at Alyssa at NutritionForLittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.